Next Gardening with Cisco is brought to you by GNB Organics. And bonjour, all you gardening cats and gators. Welcome to the April 6th show. And uh, oh my gosh, hey, if you're into tomatoes, you want to listen today because uh, I have the tomato expert of all time, my good friend, Marcia Dillon. Uh, a King County Master Gardener, tomato expert extraordinaire, sometimes known as the crazy tomato lady. That's me. <laughs> uh, uh, well, so we're going to talk tomatoes in a minute, but I have a bunch of things to let you know. I have an, an incredible gift that I'm going to give away today. So some lucky caller is going to get a chance to win four tickets to the Chahuli Garden and Glass exhibit. It's an eight-gallery exhibition featuring a comprehensive look at the inspiration and influences that shaped the career of artist Dale Chahuli. And it's all at the Space Needle. And um, so you'll be able to go there, meet the gardeners, uh, get a tour it's a lot of fun, and I am going to be there. Let's see, when is that? I am going to be there. I believe it's on April 20th at 2 o'clock. So uh, you might want to use those tickets that day if you want, because I'll be leading a tour, answering garden questions, having a lot of fun. So, uh, But this is a great deal. It's like a $100 value. Oh, la, la, you know. So, And if you haven't ever seen it, the garden combined with the plants and the glasswork of Chihuly is truly spectacular. So anyway, so you might want to call right away if you want to win this. one 973 Cairo one 973 5476 And you have to ask a question and uh, so that Marsha and I could try and answer it. And then I'm going to try and stump the Tweedle out of you. With a question. So, all right. Hey, I quick want to say hi to everyone I saw. And um, it was, I really had a lot of fun being on Take Five so much last week. So, uh, it was fun answering all your garden questions and doing that um, with uh, Chris uh, Cashman. So, we really had fun. But also, I don't know how many of you saw me on Evening Magazine on April Fool Day. I was showing my new favorite plant, the dandelion. <laughs> Only 25 bucks. Your neighbors will love you because they all get a share of it. So that was so fun. The whole show was hilarious. Big April Fool show. So I'm really proud that I got to be part of that. Hey, uh, so uh, all you folks that came to Zenith Holland Nursery in Des Moines last Saturday. And, uh, oh, my gosh, that was so, so fun. You know, the, the woman that started that nursery was 24. She bought that nursery, knew nothing about plants, started a wholesale nursery, and now she's gone retail because, like, Fernie's went out of business and everything. And, uh, oh, my gosh, it's the best thing to happen to all the people that live over there in Des Moines because uh, it's a terrific nursery. And uh, for all you people in the audience, when she gave me that T-shirt— and I, I took my T-shirt off to put on the other one, and about eight women in the audience fainted when they saw my rippling muscles. So <laughs> those weren't wrinkles. Those were muscles. <laughs> so, hey, thanks for having me out there. It was really a fun talk. 
Then I had the the fun of my life uh, out in San Juan Island. The Garden Club brought uh, Mary and I out there so I could give a talk. I want to say thanks. Uh, you guys put me up in the fanciest place on all San Juan Island. It's the San Juan Grand Bed and Breakfast. And uh, it, it, Farhad, the mayor, owns it. And he is the best cook I have ever seen. So I wonder if you've ever heard of this before, Marsha. Shashuka. Shashuka. He made shashuka. It had tomatoes, eggs, all this fantastic oh. greens out of his garden. He's the best gardener. He, has, uh, he gets 22 eggs a day from his chickens. And the guy is, he's a um, classical pianist. Wow. And so he puts on an hour, um, a classical, he plays for an hour for all the people that come. He didn't have time to do it for us because we were so busy with the garden talk and everything. But he did play a bunch of classical music for Mary and I. And uh, I just burst into tears right there. <laughs> it was so great. He's the neatest guy you ever met, Farhad. And uh, but I also want to thank um, Kathy. One of the she's the one that organized it all, and she made these homemade pickles. Oh my gosh! You bite into one. I used to have straight sideburns until I ate the first one. <laughs> They're going to be curly for the rest of my life now, you know. And uh, and uh, Marguerite, the president, thank you, and Christy, you guys all uh, joined us for dinner and. At the Downrigger, which if you go uh, to San Juan Island, go to the Outrigger restaurant, the view is to die for. The food was fantastic. I can't remember the name of the stuff I ate, but they're, they're a grain that's bigger than wheat. It was real crunchy and yummy. Oh, la, la. The only problem was Mary made me uh, share one with her. I should have had a whole one. <laughs> So, hey, thanks, you guys. That was so fun. And Christy used to be a master gardener. Christy Briggs, did you ever meet her? No. She was a fantastic master gardener in the old days, and she was there. I couldn't believe what I saw her. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, so, so nice. And uh, so uh, thank you, guys, because that was wonderful. And a special thanks to Joni, who made me this wood Wood. Uh, she made out of wood an incredible um, hummingbird. So cool! It's unbelievable. She used all different kinds of wood, put this thing together, and I think I saw her work in one of the stores. So uh, that really was neat. So Joni, you're my hero. Thank you. <laughs> and um, let's see. Oh, and on a note, just want to give another restaurant review. The the Bastion Brewing Company on the way home from uh, Anacortes between Anacortes and Mount Vernon uh, is a fantastic brew pub. And uh, you get the, I got to bring my pup in, which was okay, really nice because it was freezing out and I wanted to go in. And uh, the only problem was that's the first time I've ever brought Izzy in anywhere. We met our great friends, Mike and Michelle. And uh, the only problem was Izzy it was too tempting in there. And at one point, she jumped up, put her paws on the table, and uh, tried to snatch Mary's sandwich right off the table. 
people. I was so embarrassed when everybody saw this. It's like, I wanted to go, this isn't my kid. This is somebody else's dog, you know. So uh, we got a little work to do with uh, Izzy. So, uh, hey, and I do want to say I'm so proud because on uh, on San Juan Island, the mayor uh, actually did a big proclamation and they named a big uh, eastern redbud that they're planting after me. Oh, la, la. So <laughs> for Arbor Day. So I'm really proud of that. So finally, I was at Windmill uh, Gardens over in Sumner on Friday morning and uh, a, a total sellout, which I just love. You know, it's free to come to my talk, but you got to sign up in advance. And it's amazing because Ben DeGody, the owner of this wonderful nursery, actually cooks everybody pancakes that comes to the talk. And he also lets me give away about 8,952 plants. Oh, was that fun? So uh, I really enjoyed uh, all of that with all you nice folks. So thank you so very much for coming. And thank you, Ben, for having me. And finally, just I want to let you know where I'm going to be. I'll be on New Day on King 5 Monday talking about Dicentro, one of my favorite plants, those big uh, Chinese bleeding hearts. So I'm going to show a bunch of different varieties, tell you how to take care of them. And uh, I've murdered quite a few of those. So (laughs) that helps you learn, you know. And uh, so that'll be at 11 o'clock on King 5. I'm really looking forward to doing that with uh, Margaret. She is fantastic. So, um, and, uh, but now I finally get to really introduce Marsha and this woman. Oh, we got to have to take a break. All right. So when we come back, Marsha and I are going to talk about the new varieties and old varieties of tomatoes. She's growing for the Master Gardener plant sale. And uh, she grows so many varieties, and you have to learn about them because they are so new and unusual and fun. Some even help your night sight. So <laughs> we will be back with Marcia Dillon, my guest. And uh, we have a caller, so you're going to get your chance also. Uh, but that'll be after uh, Marcia and I talk a little bit uh, to win those four tickets to uh, gardening uh, with Cisco at the Space Needle and Chihuly Garden and Glass. Right back after this 97.3 Cairo FM. Okay, we're back. So, Otto, hang on, because you're going to get your chance to try and win those, but not yet, because I got I have my chance to talk to Marsha finally after I was so long-winded in the first section. Hey, so every year, you come up with the most incredible tomatoes for the Master Gardener sale. And, you know, last year, remember, we were walking together through the, we were at that, uh, the big happy hour party they right, have. right. And we went into the tomato thing, and you're showing me the best tomatoes. It was like a cat fight over those tomatoes. Everybody, would, the minute you describe one, they're all pouncing on them, trying to get them. We're, we're going to try to have a few more than we had last year so we don't have too many <laughs> fights like that. Wait, how many varieties are you growing this year? How many did you grow last year? I think last year we had 
probably more than 60. Jeez. And this year, I think we have about 48, so not quite as many varieties. But doing a little but more a little, quantity. Little more quantity of, That's a good idea because because people are really disappointed <laughs> when they couldn't get so something. What do you mean? There's only two or three of that variety. That's not fair. <laughs> uh, uh, so, what are you growing that's really exciting this year? Well, my four areas that I like to branch out in um, are one is the antho tomatoes. Those are the blue ones. Yeah, they're so you cool. Gave me there, one last there are year. new varieties every year that have these blue pigments, and they're they're just fascinating and delicious. So we have a couple new things in that line. Um, I still love the green when ripe, like the Aunt Ruby's German green. We've got a few things. Oh yeah, in that, yeah, in that That's area. A good one. And then there's a whole bunch of new Julienne type. Um, the Tiger series. Oh, the Tiger the, like series. The blush and the green tiger and so the these, lucky tiger. There's a bunch of new things that are like that. These are more uh, sauce tomatoes usually. Um. No, they're more like a good salad tomato. I oh, think. yeah. It's, it's bigger than a cherry tomato, kind of bullet-shaped. Yeah, they're, they look like a sauce They look like tomato, a mini Roma. But they are so good. And they're gorgeous. They're all oh, different colors and stripes. And Those tiger ones, they, they actually are so good. They do make you cry on your first bite. People <laughs> should be warned. Don't let tears fall on your salad. Oh, they're good. Yeah, we have lots of different ones, both from um, the original producer, Artisan Seeds, and then some other uh, breeders that have branched out and picked so, up on this type of a So there's Julian more and Mortys oh, yeah. c- coming out because oh, yeah. they're striped. Stripes. They're, huh. Stripes and exotic colors. And, they're and they ripen fun. up like crazy. Easy they're to easy to grow. Easy to grow, which is great. Yeah, that's really great. So, so uh, I... I remember the tiger one. There were all these different stripes, but there's so. What are some new exciting ones? Well, there's a new one that's an exclusive from Burpee called Shimmer, and we Shimmer. grew it in the demonstration garden last year, and it was absolutely drop dead delicious. Ooh, Shimmer! So, I got to write that down. Yeah. So I'm walking with you through the. Are you coming to the happy <laughs> I'll, hour? I'll be there. Oh, good, good, good. So Shimmer, we should tell people when this sale is because. Uh, so people know to come to this Master Gardener sale at Center for Urban Horticulture. Center for Urban Horticulture on Friday, April 26th is the first day. And uh, the second day is Saturday, April 27th. So on the 26th, we're starting a little earlier, 4 p.m. Now people can 8. shop. It used people to be shop. people couldn't shop. They'd go nuts. No, they can shop starting at 4 p.m. And then the sale will be from 9 to 4 on Saturday the 27th. Saturday. And then there's the happy hour but you got to fork out some bucks to come to that, but that's well, a lot of fun. It's a, it's a fundraiser, but it's going to be a blast. You'll be oh, there yeah. to do your stories. Yeah. The theme is Botany and Desire with lots <laughs> of interesting guests and their fun stories about yeah. plants. Nita Joe, I know, is giving Nita a Joe talk will be there. there. Uh, Jeff Daly and, oh, Jeff. and Tim Clement will be there. Ah, well. uh, Tim. He worked with me at Seattle U yes. and my student crew. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, and if you buy tickets, uh, they're available now online. If you go to the Master Gardener website, MGFKC, Master Gardener Foundation, KingCounty.org, uh, the tickets are available on brown paper tickets. And we've got a, a link right to it uh, on the front of Cisco.com, too. So. And there'll so. be wine, beer, cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, door prizes, and a silent auction. Yeah, how do you beat that? And special selections of plants that you can only get if you're part of this happy Oh, la, la. So are you having any special tomato you can only get? 
<laughs> oh, that's a great idea. I think you should. I should. I yeah. well, I have my personal stuff that I like to maybe <laughs> sprinkle into the sale here and there. That's ah. how I got into trouble last year because I had twos and threes of I know some those twos and threes. But, but oh my gosh, I'll bring those into the happy hour. That would be great. That'd be great. So tell us about these blue tomatoes. Oh, the blue tomatoes are so cool. So they were initially bred at the at Oregon State University. And ancient tomato species were crossed with modern tomato species in order to get this genetic component of anthocyanin, which is the same pigment we see in blueberries. And since the original one that came out, which was indigo rose, um, which didn't have a lot of flavor, a lot of breeding has been done in order to take this blue genetic component and and have it show up in your other types of tomatoes. And they're just beautiful. We're going to talk more about that because I got some questions about that. But... When we come back after the news, Otto, we're going to pop you on the air on 97.3 Cairo FM. If you can answer my tough, tough, tough question, then you're going to win four tickets to Gardening with Cisco, Space Needle, and Chihuly Gardening Glass. Right back. Okay, hey, let's get Otto from Woodenville on the line here. He's getting his chance to win four tickets to Chihuly Garden and Glass, which is so cool down there at the Space Needle. I was just down there a couple of days ago meeting with the folks down there, and so beautiful. Hey, Otto, you there? Yes, I am, Cisco. How are you? Hey, just fantastic. Listen, I'm going to let you ask your question first. And then I'm going to see if I can, we can, Marsh and I came up with a tough one. So, uh, oh boy. Well, all right, you get yours first. All right, well, I'm not much of a gardener, but I have a small greenhouse where I try to grow tomatoes uh, every year. And uh, my lot doesn't necessarily get a lot of sun. It does in the, in the full summer, but when you need to start tomatoes and stuff, uh, it just doesn't seem to get enough light. My question is, what is your experience, or do you think it's worth it with some of these uh, ultraviolet LED lights to help uh, stimulate the growth, especially in the early stages? Well, hey, we got Marcia here. <laughs> what do you think, Marcia? Do you use those at all? I actually have a really low-tech thing set up at my house with just a regular shop light fixture and regular fluorescent bulbs. That's what old. I use. Um, but the the fluorescent ones. This is it's funny. This is actually a topic of of uh, great debate on some of the breeder forums as to whether or not you get the right wavelengths from these these new LED lights. And I'd say you're probably safe for the the minimal amount of time. We're talking a matter of what three or four weeks that they really they grow so fast once they start from seed that they need to be under these lights. So I would say give it a try. Yeah, you know I. I know one thing because I give talks for the marijuana growers sometimes. <laughs> Man, they really like those LED lights. So they they must have a great wavelength. They've really been working on them to get the right wavelengths. So, and there's no heat, which is nice. My greenhouse partner, yeah. uh, Colleen Donahue, uh, is our, our guru for all of the research when it comes to lighting. 
So I, I'll find out from her what she thinks is best, and we'll see if we can get some more information back. Great. That'd be good. And the, the only problem I got with the LED lights, oh, they're expensive. They cost a lot more than a shop thing yeah, with uh, two big uh, or four iridescent <laughs> lights or uh, fluorescent lights. But um, I've had great luck over the years using fluorescents, though, as long as you keep them near oh, yeah. enough. That's the key. Yeah, oh. that's the key is they, they shouldn't be more than – maximum four inches above the tops of the plants. Yep. So, oh, that close. That, that close. That's the secret then. Yep. Okay. Otherwise, yeah, not, they're going to reach real, they'll get real leggy because they're reaching for that light. Yeah, so I'm real, not, real close. I don't know about LED lights, how close. I've never grown anything with them, so I don't know how close they got to be. Yeah. Me, yeah, they're way stronger. So, all right, well, that was a great question, Otto. All right, you ready to try and uh, solve this stumper? <laughs> sure, go ahead. All right. So here's for four tickets over a hundred buck value here uh, to uh, go to the Chihuly Garden and Glass, and uh, it is so spectacular. And if you go on uh, April twentieth at two p.m., you'd get a tour from me and do Q and A with me if you want. So, uh, which has got to be the best thing in the world, by the way. <laughs> All right. So uh, for four tickets, here's your question. How many varieties of tomatoes uh, are out there that that you could try to grow? How many uh, varieties of tomatoes are out there? Now, here's your question, or are there? And here, I'll give you three tries, okay? Are there 150, over 10,000, over uh, (laughs) 86,932,000? <laughs> Did I make well, that too I, easy? <laughs> I, I don't think it's the last one. What was the second one? Uh, 10,000. Over 10,000. Yeah, I think uh, I think somewhere I had read one time there are over 10,000 varieties of tomatoes. So what? I would go with that one. You got it! Go. You got it right. Good job, hey. yeah. So think, I, but I bet you that you can't get a lot of those, I would imagine, huh? Only if you know me. Only, yeah. Marsha's <laughs> probably grown every one of them, too. <laughs> well, well, Otto, you, you did great. And um, so listen, and good luck with your tomatoes. Hey, I want to give you one more tip. Make sure that you got bottom heat when you germinate those tomato seeds, but that the room you germinate them in is cool, like in the 60s, don't you think? Yeah, because if it's too warm... They try to grow too fast, and then they flop over. So, Oh, our, good tip. Good tip. Great. Otto, here's the thing now. Don't hang up whatever you do because uh, Brian, our engineer and the nice person who screens all the calls, he has to get all your vital statistics so we can make sure that you get these tickets, okay? All right. Well, thanks so much. Hey, thanks, Otto. And great question and great job answering that. I thought that stumper was so tough. Nobody could get it. But uh, hey, well, thank you, Otto. And uh, maybe I'll see you at Chihuly Garden and Glass. All right. April 20th. I'll try to be there. Thanks so much. Oh, fantastic. So don't hang up again. All right. Talk to you. See you soon. All right. Okay, so, uh, Marsha, why we got a, a little bit of time here. Um, so are they, 
is it hard to get these blue tomatoes? The, the, the tomatoes are actually blue, huh? They're they're very blue. Wow. Uh, when they're unripe, they're going to be a, a, a shade of green and a shade of very bright blue. The funny thing is that, especially in the demonstration garden, people see that and they think because there's color that they're ripe. Oh. And sometimes they sneak one into their mouths, especially ah, the cherry ah, tomatoes, and find ah, out that ah. when they're green and blue, that's a green tomato that's very unripe. So almost all of them are going to turn some shade of either red or pink. Uh, there ah, are a few that yep. are yellow or orange as their final color. But you start to see a change in the bottom of the tomato at the blossom end that will then radiate more toward the, the top of the fruit. Yeah, whatever. I can't remember what the name of the one that I got from you last year. Um, it could have been Blue Beauty or Black Beauty, one think, of those. I think it was Black Beauty. Or, and uh, I, I had to let it get just a teensy bit soft. Right. And then it was ripe. But I, I, it fooled me, too. I, I harvested the first one way before I should have. You have to do it wrong before you really understand what That's they're true. all about. <laughs> but, boy. so And they actually do improve night sight. Uh, well, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> well, they made the fighter pilots in World War II that, that flew to Spitfires had to eat a big bowl of blueberries oh, every okay. day. Well, so. that works for me. But they are good for you. The, the anthocyanins are very healthy. It also acts as a kind of a natural sunscreen for the plant. So the fruit does not get sunscald oh, like some other types do. Yeah, some kinds get that white thing. And, and it, it gives them great brown. shelf life. They can hang on the vine longer oh. and they can stay just fine sitting on your counter for a couple of weeks without wow. getting mushy. Oh, is so that nice? That's a pretty nice attribute. Now, do they only have bigger ones or do they have some cherry they're, tomatoes? They've got all kinds. They've got wow. all from little bitty cherries to pretty large beefsteak types. Wow. And are they becoming more available? Because, uh, I mean, people are going nuts over the ones that you had last year because nobody had ever even heard of these. And I think we have probably four or five different types that we'll have for the plant sale. Wow. And then I have my secret stash, too. So. Oh, la, la. Are you going to put any of those in on we'll the, the happy hour? I'll thing? put them in the happy hour. Oh, cool. Oh, man. We'll, well I'm going to be bid with everybody else unless I talk my favorite buddy. Oh, you always one. get... Special special treatment. <laughs> uh, woohoo! All right, listen, we're going to take a break. If you want to call in, especially if you got a tomato question, please feel free to give us a call. And uh, but we don't have, we won't have much time for more than one call. But uh, so Marcia Dillon is my guest. She's going to be there a lot at the sales. So uh, you know, if you can catch her and get her to just show you the best ones, you will have the fun of your life. And we'll be right back on 97.3 Cairo FM. Okay, we're in the last section of the show. Hey, I want to let you know I'm going to stay for the first section of uh, dog and cat raining uh, dogs and cats. So uh, I'll be uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be giving some. Uh, we'll be talking about you know safe gardening and things. So I think it's going to be a blast. I'm all excited. <laughs> so hey, uh, right now let's put Barbara on the line. You're on with Marcia Dillon, uh, the, the tomato grower of all times, and me. So welcome, Barbara. Welcome, Cisco, and hello, Marcia. Hello. 
I truly enjoyed. I took a class you did at uh, or a lecture at uh, BGG uh, or Bellevue Botanical Garden a couple of years ago. Oh, wonderful! It was really helpful. Oh, cool. My question is kind of odd. I know when you transplant your seedlings, you know, you plant them as deep as you can to right. get a good root base. Do you pull off those original leaves? No. Okay. No, you just you want to plant them up to the leaves and, okay, that, and then just that, let them grow from there. When I plant them in the ground the next time, then, uh, you strip a few. then I'll pull off some of those lower leaves so I've got a nice long stem. And I can bury uh, that stem that it'll grow more roots. So those oh. roots just grow grow uh, right out of that stem like crazy. It's, it's oh, they incredible. Do. I just want to make sure I was doing it right. But when the, you've got it's the tiny question. little baby seedlings, yeah, you want to leave whatever leaves are on there and just plant it up to the <laughs> kind of the bottom of the leaves. Yeah. In fact, today, potting them up is kind of my project. Great. Sounds oh, how fun. And, grow- I find, and I've also learned that because I can't control my house temperature to make it ideal, uh, usually when they're up, I start hardening them off really early, at least for a little bit each day, put them out in the elements. Ah. Well, as long as it's not too cold out there. Oh, no, no, no. Not too, yeah. no, not too cold, but just because, again, the house is 77 degrees. Right? Oh, yeah, right. yes. Yeah. Well, 77? <laughs> Holy cat. Yeah, I usually start in early May, and I put them out for, like, maybe an hour or two the first day. Each day, they get a few more hours, maybe three or four hours the second day, and then four to six hours. Kind of what I've been doing. But my other question is on peppers. Uh, When you plant the seedlings of peppers, do you do do you plant those in the same way because they start growing so leggy? Um, They they don't have that hairy stem that grows roots the way tomatoes do. So you want to just kind of plant them sort of at the same. Uh, depth that they had been in their seedling tree. And I got a question to add to this, and that is everything I read says when you plant your peppers, they want high nitrogen fertilizer to get kicking. And then when they begin to try to flower, you switch over. Is is that what you do? I'm I'm pinch hitting for the pepper people this year, so I'm kind of learning on the fly. Ah. Not much of a guru quite yet. Um, I know we, we do fertilize so we've got nice, big, healthy plants. And, of course, they don't go in until June yeah, because they're right. a little bit more tender. Um, and I, I, I think she's just using the balanced organic okay. fertilizer. Maybe I'll stop doing that because sometimes it takes too long before they start flowering. Yeah, that's, that's the tradeoff is you, you've got a beautiful green plant with a lot of nitrogen, but then it's the, at the expense of yeah. flowers and the fruit. Yeah, but boy, is that fun growing peppers. Oh, I love the hot ones, boy. Oh, yeah, I have a lovely selection I'm doing this year. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that's so good. good. You know, it's funny, we're not, mammals are the only people, the only creatures, I mean, humans are the only mammals that like hot peppers. Almost no other mammal likes hot peppers. No, this is why I use hot pepper suet cakes for the birds because uh, squirrels yep, don't yeah. like them. Yeah, the birds love hot peppers. They live on them in the desert, but uh, the, the animals leave them alone. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Well, Barbara, it's always nice to hear from you. You're a great gardener in your own right there. I knew your voice the minute I heard it. <laughs> but over the years, you know, you can't always quite find, you can't always believe everything you see online. No, oh, it's so true. true. So true. Well, hey, I, I, are you going to come to the Master Gardener sale? Yes, I am. 
Go ahead. I'm, I'm sure I'll see you there. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. No, in fact, I think I might even come to the event. Woohoo! All right. Great. Hey. We'll see you there. Great, great. Oh, we'll okay. toast. We'll do a toast. Sounds like a winner. All right. Hey, thanks so much for your call. Oh, as always, lovely talking to you. And by the way, thank you for talking to Ed Hume about the Aladdin peas last year. Ah, yeah, bet you betcha. My peas are thriving. Oh, good. And uh, Ed and I are going to do My Pot is Better Than Your Pot uh, right before Mother's Day on New Day. Oh, fine. I'll make sure I watch. Oh, great. Cool as can be. Okay, thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Barbara. Okay, see you soon. Bye. You got it. Bye-bye. All right. Well, okay. We got a chance now. There's a whole bunch of Master Gardener sales. So if people can't make it to CUH on uh, the 26th or 27th of April, there's other Master Gardener sales where you can find Marsha's unbelievable selection of tomatoes. So. Yeah, so uh, the 26th and 27th will be in Seattle at the Center for Urban Horticulture. The following weekend on May 4th will be the Bellevue Demonstration Garden Sale at the Big Picture School. Very easy to find. It's on the corner of 148th and Southeast 22nd in Bellevue. Nice big parking lot. Also that same day, if you're in Seattle, the Cesar Chavez Demonstration Garden will be having a sale. Actually, that's Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 5 on the 4th and 5th. And then if you're down south on May 11th at the Seuss Creek Demonstration Garden, the Master Gardeners will have a sale down there in Auburn from 10 to 3. Oh, that is great. And uh, that reminds me, I promised some people I'd mentioned something. So uh, there's a great NHS, that's uh, Northwest Horticultural Society, and it's Heronswood, past, present, and future. It's presented by Nathan Lamb. He's the New curator and assistant director at Heronswood, and I'm on that steering committee. This guy is incredible. And, you know, Dan Hinckley handpicked him. So, you know, so that is going to happen on April 10th. That's Wednesday at 7.15 p.m., and I'll be there just to see this talk. And then I wanted to let you know that BBG is having a lecture, 10 questions asked about your garden design. By Steve Aiken, he's the editor of Fine Gardening Magazine. That's Wednesday, April 17 at 7 p.m. So, Marsha, you are the best. We didn't get near time to talk, but you gave 87 great tips just in that amount of time. So, uh, hey, everybody, come to the Master Gardener sale. Marsha's going to be there the whole time. Hey, see everybody next week. Thanks, Brian. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.